Al-Bayan Radio presents the following Friday khutbah from Masjid Al-Azhar, Bilmo, asking Allah that it serves as a benefit for all. Inna alhamdulillahi nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'gfiruhu wa na'udhu billahi min shururi anfusina wa min sayyati a'malina man yahdihillahu falamudilla lah wa man yudlil falahadiyalah wa ashadu an la ilaha illa allahu wahdahu la sharika lah وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون Indeed all praise is due to the Almighty Allah We seek his aid and his assistance and we ask for his forgiveness Whomsoever Allah Azza wa Jal guides there is no misguidance for this individual and whomsoever he subhanahu wa ta'ala misguides, there is no guidance for this individual. We bear witness, testify, proclaim that there is no deity worthy of worship except Allah Azza wa Jal. And that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is his slave and messenger. Allah Azza wa Jal, he says what's translated as, O you who believe, fear Allah as he should be feared. And do not die except in a state of total submission towards him. My brothers, before the creation of mankind, Allah Azza wa Jal made it known and let it be known that he was going to create a creation that will become generations after generations on earth. He said to the angels, I am making on earth these creations or this creation that will be these generations and generations. Some of the ulama, especially of tafsir, have made mention that before the creation of man, there was bloodshed on earth. There was corruption on earth. There was turmoil on earth. There was wars on earth. Between what and who and how and when and the likes is not the point of the khutbah today. So the angels, they said to Allah Azza wa Jal, asking their creator, asking their maker, they said to Allah Azza wa Jal asking him, are you going to place on it, meaning the earth, those who will cause corruption on it and shed the blood? Those who will cause corruption on the earth and shed the blood? Now why would they say that? This is why I mentioned how some of the scholars, they mentioned because before this, there was on earth creations or that which caused or ended up resulting in this bloodshed and the likes. Whether that's authentic, not authentic, the point is Allah Azza wa Jal, He told us in the Quran that this conversation occurred between the angels and Allah Azza wa Jal. He told them He will be placing on earth this creation, generations after generations, and they asked Him, Are you going to do this? To place and that will cause corruption on earth يعني, and bloodshed. And we know the ayat in Surah Al-Baqarah. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he says as Abu Huraira radiallahu ta'ala anhu said, that the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says, اِجْتَنِبُ السَّبْعَ الْمُوبِقَاتِ muhlikat. Protect yourselves, stay away, beware of the seven destructive sins. The seven deadly sins. Al-Imam Muslim rahimahullah ta'ala, he places this hadith and the ulama who came after him and placed the headings 
the chapter titles, the headings and the likes, they titled as Babu Al-Kaba'ir or Bayan Al-Kaba'ir wa Akbariha. The chapter of showing the major sins and the worst of the major sins. And the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he says, beware, beware of these seven destructive, deadly sins. These sins that will doom an individual. What are they, Ya Rasulullah? The companions, they said, Qulna wa mahunna, Ya Rasulullah. What are they, O Messenger of Allah? He says, Ashirku billah, to associate partners with Allah Azza wa Jal, a topic which we discuss every single day in our masajid. And we discuss between the brothers and brothers every single day outside of the masajid. A topic which is so important, which we all know about, insha'Allah ta'ala. Then after that, he says, wasihru. And also magic. And we all know the severity of magic. And then he says, And to kill a soul, which Allah Azza wa Jal has made forbidden to kill, except with due right. Except with due right. Now let us go after, fast forward, this conversation between Allah Azza wa Jal and his angels. And the angels, on earth the creation now is created Humankind, mankind, fast forwarding some time, Adam alayhi salam, as some of the Mufassirun, they said, when he had children, when he had children, without going into detail on the differences of opinion regarding uh, uh, whether this is authentic, not authentic once again, but some of the Mufassirun have mentioned this like Ibn Kathir and others, rahimahumullah. When he had children, him and Eve, Hawa. Radiallahu ta'ala anhuma alayhim as-salam. What happened is they would have a set of twins with every single children they would have. Every single birth would be twins. And every single set of twins, there would be a guy and a girl. A boy and a girl. One of them would be good looking and the other may not be as good looking. So the man, the boy of the first set of twins would marry the girl of the second set of twins, and the boy of the second set of twins would marry the girl of the uh, second or first set of twins. So inshaAllah ta'ala, that's clear. Now there was a bit of a problem which occurred. And that problem was that when Adam and Eve alayhim salam when they had a set of twins, that the boy from that same set wanted to marry his sister from the same set. And this was not allowed. This was, of course, not allowed. So Allah Azza wa Jal details to us in Surah Al-Ma'idah this story. Where he says, And narrate to them, meaning, O Muhammad, narrate to them, recite to them the story or the news of the two sons of Adam in truth. The two sons of Adam who many of us may know as Cain and Abel, Qabil and Habil, even though in the Qur'an and the Sunnah, they're referred to as the sons and the son of Adam. The sons and the son of Adam. As for their names, Qabil and Habil, Cain and Abel, these come from the Israeliyat. The point is that these sons, whether you call them Cain and Abel, or whether we stay the way Allah Azza wa Jal mentioned them as the two sons, Allah Azza wa Jal is telling the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam recite to them and narrate to them the news of the story of the two sons of Adam. When both of them, these two sons, they put forth a sacrifice. 
So why did they put forth this sacrifice? Going back to the story we mentioned, Adam alayhi salam told both of them to sacrifice something for Allah azza wa jal. And the one who Allah azza wa jal, his sacrifice he accepts, that is the one that gets to marry the girl. That is the one that once gets to marry the girl. So Qabil and Habil, or these two sons of Adam, alayhi salam, they put forth their sacrifices. And Allah Azza wa Jal, he says, فَتُقُبِّلَ مِنْ أَحَدِهِمَا وَلَمْ يُتَقَبَّلْ مِنَ الْآخَرِ That Allah Azza wa Jal, that one of these sacrifices, it was accepted from one of them. And it was not accepted from the other. How was this acceptance? That's when you can go to a more detailed lesson to explain the, the nitty-gritty and the details pretty much. The point is, Allah Azza wa Jal told us that from one of them it was accepted and from the other one it was not accepted. So from who was it accepted? Rightfully so, from that who we know or he who we know as Abel, the one who had right to marry the girl from the other set because that's what was meant to happen. So Allah Azza wa Jal, he accepted now naturally speaking, subhanallah, Qabil, Cain, or one of the brothers, one of the sons, he became enraged. He became filled with anger, subhanallah. So what does he say as Allah tells us in the Quran? Qala la he said, I'm going to kill you. His own brother. I'm going to kill you. Subhanal Khaliq, yani, when someone gets filled with rage, with anger, with jealousy, with all of these uh, 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 corrupt, with all of these devilistic traits and devilish traits, look what it leads one to. So he said, I'm going to kill you. Then oh, uh, Habil said to Qabil, the one that had his sacrifice accepted, he said, indeed, indeed Allah, he only accepts from those who have taqwa. And we know this concept of taqwa, we've been hearing it since Ramadan and every Ramadan. And inshallah ta'ala, we all understand what it is. And there's a statement which is attributed to Ali radiallahu ta'ala anhu, where he says that at-taqwa al-khawfu min al-jaleel, to fee al-jaleel, the most majestic, yani Allah, to fee al-jaleel, al-khawfu min al-jaleel, wal-amalu bit-tanzeel, and to act upon that which was sent down which is the Qur'an, وَالْقَنَاعَةُ بِالْقَلِيلِ and to be content with little, وَالْإِسْتِعْدَادُ لِيَوْمِ الرَّحِيلِ and to prepare oneself for the journeying day, يعني the day of resurrection, for the day of departure, if you'd like to say. So now here, one of the brothers, he says, over this, not just over a girl, his sister, and him wanting to marry her, over the fact that Allah Azza wa Jal accepted from his brother, but he did not accept from him. Some of the Mufassirun, like At-Tabari, rahimahullah, when they mentioned this story, they mentioned how this brother, that Allah did not accept from. They said what he put forth was things that he did not even want. He had no use for. So he put forth something that was on the side. He didn't even care about it. Does this fit in with what Allah Azza wa Jal tells us in Surah Ali Imran? لَن تَنَالُوا الْبِرَّ حَتَّى تُنْفِقُوا مِمَّا تُحِبُّونَ you will never reach that real piety until you spend and you give 
from that which you love. And that's what the brother, that one brother, that one son, that got his sacrifice accepted done. He sacrificed the best of what he had and Allah Azza wa Jal accepted from him. As for the other brother, the other son, he sacrificed some of the worst of what he had and Allah did not accept from him. لَإِنْ بَسَطَّ إِلَيَّ يَدَكَ لِتَقْتُلَنِي مَا أَنَا بِبَاسِطِ يَدِيَ إِلَيْكَ لِأَقْتُلَكَ إِنِّي أَخَافُ اللَّهَ رَبَّ الْعَالَمِينَ So this son, his own brother told him he's going to kill him. What was his response? He says, if you stretch forth your hand, you stretch out your hand to kill me, I am not going to stretch out my hand to kill you. Indeed, I fear Allah, the Lord of the worlds. The Lord of everything. The Lord of everything. Inni uridu an tabu'a bi'ithmi wa ithmika fatakuna min ashabin nar wa thalika jaza'u al-dhalimin. And there's a difference of opinion regarding that verse. And then Allah Azza wa Jal tells us how this son, Qabil, if you'd like to say, that did not have his sacrifice accepted, Allah Azza wa Jal, he says, فَطَوَّعَتْ لَهُ نَفْسُهُ قَتْلَ أَخِيهِ فَقَتَلَهُ فَأَصْبَحَ مِنَ الْخَاسِرِينَ Then his nafs, this nafs which we've spoken about before, this nafs which is like an untamed beast, we said, that needs to be tamed. قَدْ أَفْلَحَ مَنْ زَكَّاهَا وَقَدْ خَابَ مَنْ دَسَّاهَا This nafs, it encouraged him, it incited him, it motivated to him. It made fair seeming to him the killing of his brother, and so he killed his brother, and Allah Azza wa Jal says, and he became from the losers. This nafs, my brothers, some people, they blame shaitan, blame shaitan, blame shaitan, but they themselves, yes, of course, shaitan is a clear enemy, but they themselves have not worked on themselves and trained themselves and their nafs and tamed this nafs so that not only shaitan is the major enemy now, but themselves, they are an enemy to themselves because of this nafs and nafsul ammaratu bisu. That's why Ibn Qayyim rahimahullah ta'ala, when he speaks about these two forces, he speaks about the shaitan calling, inciting you to evil, but also your own nafs, your own soul, your own desires and the likes, they also incite and encourage and motivate you to commit haram, to do that which Allah forbade and the likes. So now this brother, he killed his own brother. And that is the story of the first ever murder. Preempted, premeditated murder in Islam or in humanity, sorry. In humanity, the first ever unjust killing or even killing was from this son of Adam towards his own brother. So now Allah Azza wa Jal, you know, you got this brother, he's got his brother's corpse in front of him. What do we do? And what does he do now? A dead corpse. Do we, how do we bury? What do we do? It's the first killing in mankind. So Allah Azza wa Jal, he says, فَبَعَثَ اللَّهُ غُرَابًا يَبْحَثُ فِي الْأَرْضِ لِيُرِيَهُ كَيْفَ يُوَارِ سَوْأَةَ أَخِيهِ That Allah Azza wa Jal sent a crow, so he can search in the land, and some of the Mufassirun, they said that it killed another crow in front of him. It killed another crow in front of this brother. And then Allah Azza wa Jal tells us how it started searching in the earth, the land, you know, the floor and the likes, it dug and it buried the crow. It buried the crow. And then he too did the same. Why and how and one, two, three, was he scared of his dad? Was he not? The point is Allah Azza wa Jal, he says that he said to himself now, 
قال يا ويلتا واتمي اعجزت ان اكون مثل هذا الغراب فاواري سوءة اخي فاصبح من النادمين he says woe to me am i not able to be like this crow and bury my brother am i not able to this crow it buried the other crow am i not able to do this and he became from the remorseful he became from the regretful and then allah azza wa jal he mentions right after this verse a verse which we all know in the english Uh, the one that kills a soul is like he has ca- killed all of mankind. And the one that saves a soul is like he has saved all of mankind. Allah Azza wa Jal, he says, مِنْ أَجْلِ ذَلِكَ كَتَبْنَا عَلَى بَنِي إِسْرَائِيلِ Because of that, we prescribed or we wrote upon Bani Israel, the children of Israel, Ya'qub alayhi salam. Because of that, مِنْ أَجْلِ ذَلِكَ كتبنا على بني إسرائيل أنه من قتل نفسا بغير نفس أو فساد في الأرض فكأنما قتل الناس جميعا ومن أحياها فكأنما أحيا الناس جميعا because of that we prescribed upon بني إسرائيل that the one that kills a soul other than because of them causing mischief on the earth or a soul for a soul retribution and the likes, then it's as if he has killed all of mankind. And the one that saves a soul, then it is as if he has saved all of mankind. And this is what the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam. you know when we talk about innovations brothers, when we talk about introducing other people to sin, when we talk about brothers, don't call your brothers to come and sin with you, even if you're immersed in that sin. Brothers, if you're having a cigarette, that's a sin. But don't go and give your brother a cigarette because you're going to bear that sin as well. Don't go and get your brother into listening to music because then you're going to get into his sin as well. The Prophet wasallam he says, لا تقتل نفس ظلمة. There is no soul. Listen to this, subhanAllah, and apply it all the way from the time of Adam alayhi salam until the day of resurrection. La tuqtalu nafsun zulma. There will not be a soul that is killed unjustly. Illa kana ala ibn Adam al-awwali kiflun min damiha. Except that that brother, that son of Adam, that brother that killed his brother, the first ever killing in humanity. That brother that killed his brother, he will share in a sin, a portion of the sin of every single unjust killing. Why? Why, Ya Rasulullah? Because he is the first to introduce killing. He is the first to introduce killing. For when you introduce a sin to your brother or to your sister or to whoever it is, when you get them to start sinning, to start doing whatever it is, then every time they do that, Unless you repent. Every time they do that, you too will share in the burden of that sin. Just like if you were to introduce your brother to good. You were to get your brother to come to the masajid. You were to get your brother to go learn Quran, memorize Quran. To go and study and the likes. You too will share in the reward. In the reward of what he does and those who he teaches because of what you taught him and the likes. بسم الله الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه ومن والاه. My brothers, we said at the start of this khutbah that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam says, beware, stay away, etc. from the seven destructive and deadly sins. 
And the third one he placed on that list was to kill a soul unjustly, obviously, except in Jewry. Now let us just take a few ahadith, my brothers, and an ayah to describe or explain how serious it is. You know, wallahi, it is so upsetting to see a believer, a believer killing his brother, let alone a man killing another man for absolutely no reason. Which is one of the signs of the hour. One of the signs of the hour that the one that was killed would not even know why he was killed and the killer would not know why he killed. The one that killed, he will not know why he even killed. And the one that was killed, he won't know why he was killed. For what reason? And I forget just the Muslims, but a man killing a man, why? A man killing his wife, why? A man killing his son and daughter, why? Killing his parents, his whole family. And then coming to the Muslims, a brother killing his brother. A brother killing his brother. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, or before that, look what Allah azza wa jal says about one who has intentional killing. Because killing, as we know, in, for those who've studied, especially fiqh as well, there's levels to it. There's the degree killings that we know. For Allah azza wa jal, he says, look at this powerful verse. وَمَنْ يَقْتُلْ مُؤْمِنًا مُتَعَمِّدًا فَجَزَاؤُهُ جَهَنَّمٌ Allahu Akbar. Just that alone, if we were to stop there. The one that intentionally kills a believer, then his recompense is the hellfire. وَمَنْ قَتَلْ وَمَنْ يَقْتُلْ مُؤْمِنًا مُتَعَمِّدًا فَجَزَاؤُهُ جَهَنَّمٌ خَالِدًا فِيهَا He will spend an eternity there, a lifetime there. Eternity and lifetime in this context and regards means a very long time. A very, very long time. And Allah Azza wa Jal's wrath will be upon this person. His wrath will be upon this person. And he will curse him because of that action. And he has prepared for him a very big punishment. A great punishment. Look at what the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he says, Sibabu al-Muslimi fusuq. To revile a Muslim, just revile him. To curse him and the likes, it is disobedience. Waqitaluhu kufrun. And killing him is disbelief. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he says, That if two Muslims now, they meet with their swords, Two Muslims, they meet with their swords, they meet with their weapons, whatever weapons it is. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he says, فَالْقَاتِلُ وَالْمَقْتُولُ فِي النَّارِ The killer and the killed are both in the hellfire. The companion, قُلْتُ يَا رَسُولَ اللَّهِ هَذَا الْقَاتِلْ فَمَا بَعْلُ الْمَقْتُولِ The companion, he said, O Messenger of Allah, this is the killer. يعني we know why the killer is in the fire. He killed someone unjustly or he killed someone but what about the one that was killed? Why is he in the fire as well? He was, he was, you know, uh, dedicated. He was uh, 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 he, passionate. He wanted to. To what? To kill his brother or to kill his companion as the hadith says. Huh? He wanted to kill his companion as well, but he didn't get to. That's why both him and him will be in the fire. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Just listen to this, my brothers. Forget just killing. He says, Man ashara ila That whoever just points a weapon at his brother. You know, when brothers go hunting today, 
They, as a joke, uh, they point the gun or they point the knife or they point, I don't know what, at each other. This is all haram. This is all haram. Major sin as well. Look at the hadith. Whoever points a weapon at his brother just points. Not even killing, not even hurting or harming. Man ashara ila akhihi bihadidah. Whoever points a weapon at his brother, tal'anuhu al-mala'ika. The angels will curse this individual. And then look at how the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam what he ends with. Hatta wa in kana akhahu min abihi wa ummi. Even if it's his own blood brother. From his mother and his father or from his father and his mother. Yani even if it's your own blood brother. Not just any other brother Islamically. Through Islamic ties. But your blood brother. You're not allowed to do it. And look today like we said you see two brothers. Two brothers. Who breastfed from the same breast. They drank milk from the same breast. They will forget يعني, just pointing a weapon at each other. But they will kill each other. They'll go to war with each other over a few dollars. Over the principal, أخي. Over he owes me. Over a girl. Over work. Over business. They'll kill each other because of these feeble reasons. Subhanallah. But when you look into the Quran and the Sunnah, brothers, and when you look into the Athar and all of these texts and revelation and the likes, Wallahi, the one that really contemplates upon these things, يعني, then I don't know personally however he would even think, how it would even cross his mind to ever kill another believer. And as you can see from what we just heard today, the severity of this, this sin. The Prophet wasallam he says, between the people, that bloodshed will be the first matter to be judged. Between the people. Individually we know it is the prayer that is the first thing we will be asked about. But between the people and the, and the likes, then bloodshed will be the first thing that we are going to be questioned about. So be careful my brothers and be aware. And be aware of this great sin. That not only Allah Azza wa Jal but also His Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam used to constantly, constantly warn us of. إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آهما إنك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم مجيد اللهم اهدنا في من هديت وعافنا في من عافيت وتولنا في من توليت وبارك لنا فيما أعطيت وقنا واصرف عنا شر ما قضيت فإنك تقضي ولا يقضي عليك إنه لا يذل من واليت ولا يعز من عاديت تباركت ربنا وتعاليت ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار